When your mission is beyond missionary, step up your game with Liberator. Their collection of transformable sex furniture and sex toy mounts will put you in sexual positions you never thought were possible. Use promo code MANHOR and save 40% off the best-selling wedge ramp combo at liberator.com. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret recurring subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code MANHORE. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Manor Podcast. Shout out to all the condom hoarders, deep throaters, and hand holders. This is Billy Presida, and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. That is so many words in one breath. That, I can't do it. That was a lot. Can't I can't do it. I need to <laughs> breathe. You need to take a, a deep breath there. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening <laughs> to the Man Whore Podcast. Yeah, manliness, masculinity, I'm cool. Football. Uh, uh, stuff. <laughs> Choking. <laughs> Uh, I might be gay, but don't tell anybody. I, yeah. <laughs> hey, everyone. How you doing? Hi. The uh, other voice you're hearing right now is porn starlet uh, Sonia Harcourt. I'll take that. Hi, guys. <laughs> so uh, if you are new to my program, uh, this is a podcast where I typically talk to women I've hooked up with <laughs> about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. However, this week's special guest and special co-host, uh, I've been I've been naked with neither of them. Um, this week's special guest is Sarah Cooper, a stand-up comedian and the author of uh, How to Be Successful Without Hurting Men's Feelings. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> oh my god, and I can't wait to share Sarah with y'all in a bit. But first, show dates, people. Show dates. Okay, uh, tonight. November 28th in Brooklyn. I'm going to be at Much Amores. Much Amores? Much Amores? I don't know how to say it. 6.30 show. It's free. Come on out to see me if you heard this in time. Um, well, in our bonus episode, we talked um, about you know your career and how you got into porn and mm-hmm. how you got into porn not being like just some 19-year-old. Yeah, 30. Got into porn at 30. Yeah. Was, was there any like pushback you got from... Um. Not so much pushback. Like, does age roadblocks. come up for you? Yes, all the time. Um, lots of roadblocks. You, I've actually been told no by a couple agencies because, like, we are our, our roster of thirty plus girls is full. Uh-huh. Um, Have you ever thought about lying? I know people ask me that Have all you, the time. But people do it every day. Our president does it I continuously. Know. But I mean, they have to take a photo of my ID when I get to set anyway. Look, so. I used to sell fake IDs for four years. I probably should stop saying that publicly on the airwaves. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the statute of limitations Maybe on it. Maybe keep that corner. But, uh, you know, that's a thing. That's a document thing we could figure I, out. I mean, I, it annoyed me at the beginning, but now I'm kind of over it because the hang up would be like, oh, you, you, you're MILF age, but you don't look like a MILF because nobody, nobody thinks I'm as old as I am. Nobody right. ever does. Um, so I'm like, well, then what's the fucking difference? You look like if a perpetual- I look 24, what's the difference? You know, but I can't play teen either. So no, but you can play grad student. 
Oh, totally. And I feel like you could play grad student for a long time. Probably. I feel like that's the way you're going to age. Where there's some people who are like, no, I can still play college. Like, no, I can play grad student and I'll be able to like <laughs> do that for a couple decades. Yeah. yeah I, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be well. okay with that. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for when I can be marketed as a MILF. I think that'll be fun. Do you uh, specialize in any particular type of porn? Um, or do you have a type of uh, like... um. I do a little bit of everything, but definitely my cosplay and like impressions and like, you know. Well, you do impressions? Oh, I yeah. knew you do cosplay because yeah. you know, I, I follow the things. My, my um, Minnesota JOI clip we did just for shits and giggles and, and my Brooklyn one too and they actually sell. You thro- you're throwing out these ter- JOI for oh, the others who sorry. know. sorry. Jerk off instructions. Very fun, that everybody. That is a thing. Oh, yes, they are. Uh, Everything is a thing in porn. I went I went through like a year and a half, two year phase of where it was mostly J.O.I.S. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. The problem is like uh, some of them lean into the femdomy world. Yes. So they'll have ruined orgasms. But like, no, I'm going to come. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. But I like countdowns. Oh, you like and the there's countdowns. And sound- there's, okay. there's sadly a lot of crossover between countdown J.O.I.S. And uh, like, jerk off like uh, ruined orgasms. Yeah, the whole degrading like cup yeah. thing. Yeah. So yeah. you think like, oh great, this awesome countdown, and then she gets the two, and she's like, Psych! nope, yeah. And I'm like, what? Fuck! <laughs> I've invested seven minutes, which is set, you know, five hours in watching and, porn. Yeah, time. and masturbating time. Yeah. Yeah. You sh- I should send you my Minnesota one. I'm nice in that I one. Would, and there's a countdown. I would love for you to send me your and, Minnesota you know, oh, one. Oh, gosh. They tell you to stroke your big fat cock for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. That, so that's, I guess, what I'm known for is kind of like goofy shit, I guess. You I are know. a bit of a goofball. I know. I it am. It is weird that you're a porn person. But then again, a lot of porn people are really seem to be goof- goofy. Goofy. Yeah, we're nerdy. like really awkward, nerdy people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of- For sure. A lot like of socially uh, awkward, especially. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are like, oh, wow, you are so awkward in person. <laughs> but only when you, it seems like, and maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like when they're, when we're not be when you're not being sexy and sexual, mm-hmm. that's when the social awkwardness comes in. Oh, yeah. Because I also know how to be like fun and flirty. I was talking about it today with someone I was recording with where it was like, she's like, you're socially awkward. I was like, I mean, yeah, unless like I'm trying to have sex with somebody or I think they're trying to have sex with me. Right, right. I know how to do that. Yeah. But I think it's just because I learned and processed it like, processed like, you know, I think hundreds of thousands of little minor social interactions right. in my like probably autistic brain figure oh, out yeah, how like to do it. Oh yeah, like laying awake at 3 a.m. like, oh, remember that time that one thing I did that was super embarrassing that no one else remembers, but I probably... Yeah. I, f- I feel you. And then I can like fix the things. So I know how to like flirt and be right. sexy. I don't know how to like be clothed and normal. Yeah. I think that's why a lot of girls don't do expos because they they can't kind of find that line of being quote unquote normal and sexy at the same. Like it's kind of hard because you know, there's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It can be really overwhelming. Um, But I've always been kind of I was always painfully shy growing up so i had to get used to faking being polite just so that i wouldn't get like shunned at family events mm. so now i'm pretty good at it i've gotten pretty good at that like just being welcoming inviting not intimidating following of. like various social contracts yeah yeah i've gotten pretty good at that see i've learned those like for the family get-togethers and then i choose not to follow them oh too so shit. it's more like Oh, I know you want me to say this, but I disagree, <laughs> and I'm going to let it be known. Uh, that episode, if you want to hear it, is going to be available to my $10 patrons. It's actually already up. 
Uh, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash podcast and you'll get access to over a hundred bonus episodes. Plus, you can be in the peep show where I recently ha- did a little bit of a stroke show for Ooh, some. Oh, uh, that's a good some, deal, y'all. Yeah. Some eager ladies who happen to be there I when love I was watching guys stroke it. their dicks. It's yeah. Hot. What do oh, you yeah. like about it? Uh, the same things I like about giving head, I guess. Like, I like. I like the noises. I like vocal men. Like I, I love, I'm a moaner. I love that. I'm a moaner. That's so hot. Shit, that's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why hot. I put in my my old Craigslist, uh, when I would reply to Craigslist as, rest in peace, pour one out for oh, Craigslist. Wah, wah. Casual encounters. Um, I would always include, like, I'm a loud moaner and a heavy comer because I'm trying to figure Ooh. out my strong suits. Yeah, that's hot. Like, it's not, it's not the abs. Okay. <laughs> and, like, the We're dicks. past that. All the right. dick's fine. I'm but it's not you. the th- no no my I am very pleased with my dick good and I'm just saying but it's not going to be the stand it's not the thing that's going to separate so I'm like okay, what okay. what's my what's my thing what's, what's my, my hook what's my Craigslist brand <laughs> what's right my Craigslist brand? what's my hey let me into your bukkake brand <gasps> nice I'm a loud moaner and a heavy comer I would do that's it that's what I'll, I would reply yeah that's that's what, how I'll sell it nice. so uh, yeah if you guys want to see me stroke my dick or listen to Sonia. <laughs> Uh, talk some more, you know, go uh, join up on Patreon. And uh, for but now I want to get to your emails. Uh, okay. I loves me some fan interaction. Mm. Two weeks ago, we had on Brian Howie. Uh, there were some reactions. Really? Brian is, you know, of an age of a mentality. But for within his like. 40s something male whiteness whatever mm-hmm. he's not quote-unquote problematic oh he is but i did get a lot of responses so i want to read Curious. some of these um this first one oh, comes from sarah that's a long one yes it is there like i said there were some reactions there were, yes wow so sarah writes and this is actually coming from our uh, weekly episode discussion thread in the champagne room which is a super secret uh, Facebook group available exclusively to any member of my fan whore community on Patreon. Mm. So for a dollar a month, you get access to this group of wild, wonderful, sex-positive people. And we do uh, you know, an episode discussion thread every week. So Sarah wrote, I like this episode because it made me think. I, uh, why am I Bill Clinton right now with this? Uh, I'm doing the thumb. <laughs> totally doing the thumb. It's not even Clinton. It's really like just modern day Democrats. Because think Obama too. Obama, Clinton, they were big on the thumb. I think Carter too. <laughs> I like this episode because it made me think. I actually like it better when I don't completely agree with the guest because it makes me question my own view a little more. I'm also continuously sub- impressed with your interview skills. You interview really effectively without making it feel like an interview. Mm. It just feels like a deep, funny conversation that just happened to have been recorded. I would agree with that, yeah. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I think Brian had some good insights overall, but as far as the thing about dick pics, I also think he's out of touch. I'll catch you up to speed. Yes, please. Uh, Brian claims that uh, women get dick pics because men have decided that they will get the same response rate if they say, hey, how are you? Or send a dick pic. So why not just send the dick pic? And he says if women responded to more messages that were like kind and creative, they'd get less dick pics. Well, hey, how are you? Isn't right. exactly kind and creative. Like how much well, time did it take the, you? Well, Do the, you know how many of those I get? No, no. Oh, I explained this to him. Don't worry. Hi. Uh, we, hey. We went over. Hi. Hey. 
also the example was more like he says because as live shows he'll, he'll he'll tell women like who here would respond to a love poem and like one person puts uh, like two people put up a hand and then it's like how many of you would respond to a dick pic and it'll be like maybe like three or four women put up their hands um but and then he's so he's like see now if the if our chance of getting response is about the same why not send a dick pic we know he's wrong yeah but that's that's Does what, he not process that you're getting a negative reaction from one as opposed to a potentially positive reaction yeah we had a whole discussion like those three women were probably like yeah i'd be like fuck you it's yeah. not exactly a good response right right so that's oh boy uh, this okay. that's what she's uh referring to so she says uh he may be right. Women might get less dick pics if we engage with men online more. But that's excluding everything else that could happen talking to strangers on the Internet. Mm. But here's a good example of why engaging more to prevent dick pics isn't a good solution. Last night, four guys I don't know or have had limited online contact with responded to something on my Instagram story. Two were really nice and paid me genuine compliments, which led to polite, short conversations. Another took the opportunity to turn the conversation into something dirty. And when I told him I had a boyfriend, he said that's too bad. And the conversation ended there. Mm-hmm. But the fourth guy asked for nudes about three messages in. And while he was waiting for my answer, he went and commented gross stuff on like 20 of my pictures. <laughs> I, uh, I told him I had a boyfriend and asked him to stop. So he went back through my pictures to one of my uh, one of me and my brother and he mistook him for my boyfriend and messaged him <gasps> that his girlfriend is a whore. Oh, my God. Then he kept harassing me until I blocked and reported him. So maybe I prevented a dick pic by engaging with all of them. Maybe not. But I still wouldn't necessarily say it was worth the trouble. Right. I don't I don't want to say his opinion comes from a place of privilege. It does. It's OK. <laughs> but I kind of feel uh, like it does. For, for men to engage with women online, the worst thing that's likely to happen is rejection. And that sucks, but probably not as much but as explaining life. to you. Right. Sorry. But probably not as much as explaining to your brother why some incel thinks you're a whore. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. You're not entitled to anything. You're not entitled to a response from anyone. Men, women, celebrities, yeah. anyone. Like, get over it. Did my best to explain it to uh to Mr. Howie. You know, yeah. he's uh he's a man of an age with an opinion. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh as far as what he said about the Me Too movement taking guys completely out of the dating dating game. Oh, I get it, but I'm still not sympathetic. To catch you up to speed, he says men are freaked out and a lot of dudes are going to ditch real women for the VR porn in the coming oh, years. I say good God, riddance. seriously, go have fun. Yeah, Enjoy, because we don't want to fuck you anyway. More for me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all the woke dudes will be getting fucked. Bye. There's, a, there's an entire generation around the age of about 35, likely more so here in the Midwest, who just don't get it yet. They're young enough that their daughter, daughters aren't of the age where they see it through mm. them, mm-hmm. but old enough that they were still raised in a kind of boys club dating environment. I see this a ton at the gym I train clients at where membership is more than 80% men. The owner was talking the other day actually about how he doesn't even want to hire women anymore because they can't take that sort of environment, which implies that to him it makes more sense to remove the women from the equation than the- to fix that, yeah, the atmosphere of harassment. Ugh. And it's not everyone. She says, almost every time we get a 17 to 24-ish year old guy in there, they're respectful and polite to me and definitely not like the teenage boys were 
when I was a teenage girl. Mm -hmm. The 50 plus guys are respectful in an almost paternal way for the most part. Right. It's that middle age group from like 30 to 40 who are like, we can't even talk to women anymore. This is bullshit. And (laughs) and they make me say something to remind them almost every week what my boundaries are. I blame Trump, honestly, and not just because I like blaming him for things. If the Me Too movement hadn't happened at a time where the leader of our country acts in a way that normalizes this dark underbelly of society where misogyny is okay and women are objects, there wouldn't even be this talk of where the line is because scumbags would feel ashamed of being scumbags. Right now, they feel empowered by the commander in chief. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, yeah. it's all right. I, I like this chick. I, I agree with her. On yeah, no, Sarah's time. great. Um, she it, It's just a lot more of the just how like, yeah, he emboldens them because he's like, ground by the pussy, I became president. And then the dude's like, no yeah, biggie. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I got one more email. <laughs> the subject line is Brian Howie OMFG <laughs> from Emmanuel says, hey, I'm a new listener and your pod is great for getting through a stressful exam project and getting my mind into the gutter and out of the stress. Nice. But... O-M-G. Caps. Yeah. Brian Howie. He has some kind of relationship advice show. Makes me scared. (laughs) Quick replies for some of his inane opinions. I should say, I personally don't have beef with Brian. I just Mm -hmm. want that to be clear. I just thoroughly disagree with him. I He's kind of a shit kicker, and I'm a shit kicker, Mm -hmm. so I see what the deal is, and I see that a lot of his arguments he'll make about certain issues- there are things that I learned, even if I disagree, mm-hmm. I don't need to argue this one. Right. And right. he hasn't learned that like, he I doesn't just need. just let this one go. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to change anything by having this argument. Right. I could be wrong, which is a healthy way to enter any argument. Absolutely. But he doesn't realize that, like, by even arguing it, he's like, he's re- he can be really hurting some people's feelings. Yeah unnecessarily i don't accomplishing anything i don't value people's feelings that much like if they need to be hurt they're going to be hurt but if they don't need to be don't do it right so he hasn't learned that it's a lesson i've only been learning because i've fucked up plenty this year uh, (laughs) um, in the last years so okay number one we don't need the gene pool of people who are scared of respecting women snap touche uh he's like the two main people here anyway on this planet. <laughs> Number two, poly is a very viable thought through option to monogamy. Mm-hmm. Not something we do because we can't find the right one. Okay. I've been doing poly for 11 years and our triad is very happy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Number three, sending unwanted dick pics is not a numbers game. It's a power <laughs> tactic to scare and intimidate women. Oh, hey, baby. Yeah. I love sending dick pics by ask or check that they want that they are wanted first. Thank you. It's not hard, and a lot of women actually want them in that It's so case. true. Yeah. Didn't Jay talk about that with you at AVN, too? Like, if we ask, or if you're like, oh, hey, like, you got me really hard. Like, that scene of yours was amazing. It's like, we'll ask for we'll the We'll be dick like, break. oh, cool, can I see? And if she doesn't want to see it, then she's not going to ask for it. Exactly. Um. Anyways, he ends with, uh, but Billy, I applaud that you resisted the silliness much more now than in the hotly contested episode where a certain rapey porn star was defended. Uh, big ups. Looking forward to the next app. Funny you bring her up. Oh, Because <laughs> he's talking about our friend Jay. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, were you like tr- trash talking her, her Trumpness or what was it? No, no. Um, it was, it was 
I got some feed. I got feedback about how she was defending James Dean. Oh, which yeah. I have no horse in such a race because right. I don't educate myself enough to know that his, uh, the situations of so many people. Right, right. I just look at volume sometimes, mm. and I've talked to other people who have various right. opinions on James. Some being in the he's a rapist camp, and I've talked to people in the industry who are like, "No, I." True, I I know these women, and I think it's all bullshit. And then I know some people, which is a little more scary, who are like, "Yeah, he's probably done some things, but he makes people a lot of money, and mm-hmm. that's why he's still allowed." I don't. Or have- I think he's still hot, so yeah, he might have fucked up, but I still want to fuck him. That whole camp. I'm in the middle. I of thought what- you were about. To, I thought no! you were saying that yourself. No, 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 no. I'm not in that camp. Let's sure. make that perfectly clear. That's fine. Uh, that is a, that is a topic Jay and I disagree on. Sure. And I am th- of the camp of like. If he did do the things he did, he should apologize for it and makes it like, I fucked up. I was young. The fame went to my head. I did things I shouldn't have. I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. I think people would be more likely to be like, okay, you know, you still have a place in this industry. Because I, I, from what I've heard, it's not just, it's not just one person. It's not just a couple girlfriends. It's lots of people. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to dive too much into James because I'm right. so limited. My knowledge limited. But one of the things I learned was that, and you can correct me, is that most of the accusers are exes. Uh, uh, like, see, that's what some people think. But like, I don't know. A handful are for sure. Mm. I could be wrong, but I know like of producers who were like quoted as saying like, "Oh yeah, he yeah. likes to break women." You know, so th- there's definitely two sides to the story, I For think. Sure. And I am in the middle ground of like, I will not work with you because these things are entirely possible that you did. And if you were to atone for them, would people forgive you? I think maybe. I don't know. I'm in I'm in the somewhere in the murky middle of that. Gotcha. Yeah, no, I definitely got um responses from that episode gotcha. too. Over that. Um yeah, well those are your emails, everybody. Uh the ones I wanted to read out. And if you want to send me your comments, your questions, your booby pictures, whatever, you can send that over to manhorpod at gmail.com. Booby pictures seem kind of wedged in there. Always you know, slip it in just to let them know that it's allowed. Um, dick, are dick pics allowed? That's a good question, Sonia. Mm. I'm glad you asked. Mm. Only if you took a Sharpie marker out and put my name on your dick, then I am interested in seeing it. Oh, touche. Um, I'll skip that one. Um what comes after three, four? I know how. I know how numbers work. Oh, you're work. doing good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and right now, I want to do the fan whore appreciation moment because Aww. you know what? That this is the time of the podcast where I like to thank the people who make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to start off with thank you to Megan Tierney. Uh, I, I, if I found you on Twitter, are you verified? Because if so, girl, what's up with that blue check mark? How you doing? Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah i'll see you in the verified uh tab because we have our own little country higher up than everybody else tab oh my God. when you're verified <laughs> which i like uh olivia kate oh who is just this this tattooed hottie oh hey girl in the peep show Ooh, who i believe actually was one of the the, the people i gave a little little show to <laughs> last <laughs> week um she is a babe by the way i'm trying to see if i still have a picture i like Um, tattooed babes she is so hot oh shit hey girl yeah right (laughs) she's a she's a very active participant on titty tuesday in the peep show those look like some nice 
titties. They are. There are some tickle bitties. Yeah. Only the $10 fan whores know what they Ooh. look like. So thank you so much for your support, hon. And then uh, lastly, Kevin Martin, man. No Hocus Pocus reboot for you. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That's the most I could find. I'm sorry. But I am thankful and appreciative of your membership. <laughs> And you, too, can become a member for as little as $1 per month. Uh, membership gets you access to private sex-positive discussion groups, access to exclusive bonus episodes of the Man Whore Podcast, and so much more. All you have to do is head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Podcast. Sonia, where can people go find you? Uh, most things go through my Twitter. So on Twitter, I am at Sonia Harcourt, S-O-N-I-A-H-A-R-C-O-U-R-T-X-X. Uh, Instagram is Sonia Harcourt. Um, my favorite clip site is um, soniaharcourt.minivids.com. And then my Just for Fans, where you can see all the behind the scenes and get to know me a little more just for dot fans slash Sonya Harcourt. And if you can't find that, check my show notes or, you know, head on over to her Twitter and they'll find find all the things. But uh, Sonya, you were so fun. This is the, my officially my longest intro ever. Really? It's 40. Yeah. We're over 40 minutes. Just, this is just an intro. Sorry. They have a, they have another like 50 minutes of content coming their way. (laughs) We just, we just get chatting. Clearly, clearly. All right. Well, everybody, go check out Sonia. Enjoy the conversation now with Sarah Cooper. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore or faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where Liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier, just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder. And you can get 40% off Liberator's wedge ramp combo when you use promo code MANHOR at liberator.com. Or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product. Again, 40% off their best-selling wedge ramp combo with promo code MANHOR. Or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today. Look, I don't have John Fugel saying uh, equipment <laughs> here. No, uh, Lynn's not known for his singing, we'll say. But, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. He made the whole thing. So, you know, he's talented. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do too bad. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, well, it's good to say, uh, I want to say right now, I'm sitting right here with Sarah Cooper, fellow stand-up comedian and author of a book with a very long title. Uh, I know, I have longest titles. I need to work on Really that. long. They're fun titles, but oh, they, you have to be prepared. It's like when you... <laughs> when I when I like go up and I'm like, can you say the name of my book when you introduce me? They're like, um, they're like I can't. I don't know what... It... Yeah, it's it's like if you're going to go see like Dave Chappelle perform, you're like, uh, you need to prepare for like a 90 to two hour uh, yeah. you know, show yeah. and that's you got to be revved in for it. No, uh, how to be successful without hurting men's feelings. And uh, I think I told you this yesterday. You do not need to worry about hurting my feelings. Oh, you can be honest here. Okay. It's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've, I've been told uh, negative things many a time. Always actually recently I got told that uh, I'm not a very good kisser. Uh, by in uh, by a partner of mine who was on the show, and you know, so sometimes Did she gives specifics. We had to have a talk after in the okay. car. 
It was a lot of, no, you're not bad. You're just not like the greatest one. That's and I'm a like, personal preference <laughs> thing. I've just, yeah, but like, I find that you don't date someone who, I don't know, for me at least, if I can't kiss you yeah, well, it's like, a deal breaker. Yeah, that's for like, sure. like, there's other stuff in sex that we can get around yeah. or, or improvise with. But if you're not great, if I don't like kissing you, it's, it's that's not going to happen. Yeah, for I very dated long. someone for like nine months who I didn't enjoy kissing, and yeah, it, why'd you why'd you do it for that because long? Because he was so funny and so smart, and I I was attracted to him when I looked at him, mm-hmm. but it just yeah, the kissing was not there. Oh, oh no, and I I think and look, I I th- I am a person who gets by on being funny. And I think that sense of humor gets way too much credit than it should. Really? Yeah. Like, it should help us out to an extent. But, like, but you, you should think not. that's because you're a man, though? Because I think women just love a funny guy. I don't know. I love a funny woman. Just, it's. Uh, but it's not. You, you wouldn't consider it a deal breaker for I someone who didn't make you laugh? I would not date someone for nine months who was a bad kisser who made me laugh. I'd be like, we should be hanging out, or or maybe we should be fucking. Yeah. But even then, like, there's a there's someone I was like, uh, like a hookup buddy I had who I may hit up again. But I think part of the reason why I wasn't always so enthusiastic was because she did not like kissing. She just doesn't like kissing. She just doesn't really like to do it. So like, w- our kissing is minimal, and for me, that's such an important part yeah, of of huge. sexy time. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. at nine months, that thing's brutal. How how nice were the abs? I don't know. <laughs> He was a very good-looking guy. He looked like um, uh, the guy who played Lieutenant Dan in... in um... Oh, uh, Gary Sinise? Yeah. No. Was that Gary Sinise? Yeah. No, no, no. Okay, so no, no, no. Not him. Um, the guy who... Do you watch House of Cards? Yes. I'm okay, re-binging. I, I just finished watching the last season until the last episode, and okay. then I went and started at one. Oh, okay. And I'm going to do the whole series just to get to this finale. Okay, so who's the new guy on the last season with the blue eyes? Very blue eyes. Oh, oh, Greg Kinnear. Yes, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Greg, Gary Sinise. Get Greg Kinnear. Get those two How old was he? He was older than me, but he didn't look... I mean, he looked like a young... Oh, young Greg Kinnear. Greg Kinnear. But even a young Greg Kinnear kind of looked like an old Greg yeah, Kinnear, I think, true. to me. Like, <laughs> he's never true. looked like a young man. That's he was true. He was an adolescence, and then he looked 40, but he always looks 40. Yeah, and this guy was like a philosophy, like, PhD guy. Was this when intense. you were in college? Um, after college. It okay. was after college, but he was, like, really intense, just really smart. He just made me think. And I just... I'm a brain person. I just, like, that turns me on. It's just, like, thinking about stuff. Sure. So, okay. So if it wasn't the kissing that ended it, what ended that situation? I cheated on him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. With someone who kissed really well. <laughs> right. Thus the point of kissing is yeah. more important than your yeah. fancy degree in abs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait. So wait, what happened? How did that transpire? And was this like, is this... How like is this in the just after college range? I don't know your age. Not going to ask you. I'm just getting context. This was like 12 years ago. Okay. Yeah. So I. You're in your early 20s. Well, late 20s. Late 20s. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. Middle middle 20s. Um, something in there. There's and no casting then, directors listening. I think I don't know. I, Sorry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because like for me, it's not like I care. It's more like I'm just getting context right. for yeah, it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I was yeah, I was like mid to late twenties. <laughs> so you were you were dating someone seriously for nine months? Yeah. And um I got back in touch with an old guy an old boyfriend that I had been dating before. And like I got together with him just for fun and then I ended up drinking a lot uh-huh. and ended up um 
yeah, making out with him and then sleeping with him, even though I didn't want to sleep with him. I ended up sleeping with him. And then I lied to the guy that I was dating, Greg Kinnear. Yeah. We'll call him Greg Kinnear. I lied to him for like a week and then finally I just had to come clean and I told him. And then, yeah, it just, the the relationship did not bounce back after that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, to to go for, to, I guess, work backwards is, uh, so wait, you, he was asking you, the yes specifically, if you had hooked up with your ex or did you? Yes. Okay. And I lied and I said no. But what made him even think to ask that? Because I was out that night and then he couldn't get in touch with me. And then he came over to my place and I wasn't home for a long time. And, you know. Okay. It was pretty obvious that something happened. Something happened, but you also had like some semi crazy person behavior. It's not like to, for him oh. to like just show up and sit outside your place and yeah. be like, I'm going to wait till she gets like that's a concerning yeah. behavior that just happened to have. Yeah. Fit. <laughs> yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what made you finally tell the truth? I think I we don't hear that take often. I not it anymore. Like I just had. I just had to tell him and I just felt, I just knew that he knew. So it was almost like pointless to, to try to like keep, you know, lying about it. I'm uh. just the type of person that I really hate lying. Sure. Um, I hate lying because I'm bad at it. And I'm and also like, bad at it. Yeah. I have a bad memory. I forget what I lied about. And then I'm called on something. And I'm like, wait, what did I say? You know, so I just hate that. So what I'm are these index to- cards? Those are my note cards <laughs> to remind myself what I've lied about. Right. I do like a vocab test right. for cheaters. Yeah, because I just can't remember. And so I just had to tell him. I just ah. had to tell him. And then I think I really, really ruined his life when I told him that. Wait, what? Ruined his life? Why? why well, you here's that? the thing. Like... I think I, I, you don't realize how hard, have you ever been cheated on? Not that I know of. Yeah. I mean, I really think that when you love someone and he loved me and I loved him and then your trust is broken like that, I think it does affect you. And I think it affects every relationship you have after that. And I didn't really take that seriously at the time, but looking back, I think it did really hurt him. Not to go dive into any, to a different story just now, but just have you had other very serious loving relationships before the marriage oh yeah okay yeah so then the heartbreak that i would assume that there was heartbreak at the end of at least one or two of those yeah how does those heartbreaks differ from uh from that feeling that you're trying to describe oh um i think it's just a trust thing and i think that you're um maybe more willing to settle okay because um you just had this high hopes for somebody and they just completely let you down so i feel like you're not willing to maybe maybe yeah i don't know maybe you're just not willing to open up as much i'm not sure have you been cheated on not that i know of yeah isn't that a weird way to have to like it's because anyone who says i've never been cheated on they don't actually know and isn't that like a kind of like frustrating reality to have to sit with like i right now don't know if i've been cheated on but i don't think i have I've I've dated people that have been so loyal to me that I don't think I have. Like, I don't think I have either, but also, like, I kind of can't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But see, that's the happiness of it. Like, if somebody had actually told you that, your answer would be different, your demeanor would be different, your experience would be different. And I think that's, like, I I think I really, like, messed him up. Because then then I ran into him and, like, his next girlfriend after me cheated on him, too. Oh, and then you ran to him again no. and he was just in an alley with a needle in his arm be like, you started this. No. I think he might be in China now or something. Like he really like. Wow. You, yeah. He was just like, I'm getting Or maybe of- I'm giving myself too much credit and maybe that's just his path and I didn't actually have that much. Of it. it was nine <laughs> months for goodness sake. So. Sure. I've, yeah. had, I've had intense nine month things go down. Yeah. But it is a weird thing to have to think 
They, have like, you cheated on someone before? No. no. I've been accused of cheating on okay. someone, but I still maintain that I was not cheating. Okay. But that's, you know. <laughs> I still maintain. I still maintain. And do they still maintain that you were cheating? Last time I saw a subtweet about me, which is a long uh, time ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, my, my ex, my most recent ex, uh, we were poly um, and open and all that jazz and, you know, had our rules. Mine was like, please don't fuck other comics without talking to me first. Just comics? Yeah. Mostly just because I don't want to like, I don't want to show up in a roast battle and I didn't know about it. Okay. Or like for them to think they're cucking me or something. And I'll be like, no, you're totally allowed to fuck her too. I, I was just like, I need a heads up before in case like, or if that's a comic I got beef with. Mm-hmm. So like, or there's just one where if like, if you fuck him, I'm going to feel less sexy because you also had sex with him. Gotcha. There was like, but it was all just pretty much like comics. Um, their, uh, main rule was I need to text them like right before, like before anything happens. Hmm. So if I meet someone at a bar before I go home with them, or if I'm going to go on a date with someone new, just so sh- just so that that's just what they want to know, which is fine. I can handle that. Mm-hmm. It's a text. It wasn't even asking for permission. It's just like, send it. You don't have to wait for me to respond. Mm-hmm. So I did a podcast with this porn star, Jay Taylor, and we did a bonus episode and during the bonus episode, um, this chick's trying to describe the difference between like the A spot and the G spot and who knows what spots. Y'all ladies have a lot of spots in your coochies. Yeah. <laughs> and she just got frustrated and was like, ah, can I just show you? I'm like, okay. And then she like pulls her, um, she was just like wearing underwear because she just shot a scene. So she pulls her underwear aside and is like, do you mind touching me? I'm like, okay. And she takes my hand and guides it into her pussy and then tells me like, what to do and then she says okay now turn your wrist over okay cool that's another spot and i'm like okay and th- there was like a small audience of porn performers that's there not cheating that's not cheating yeah it, one even if we were monogamous i wouldn't call that cheating considering what i do for a living yeah but also i was just like this was an educational by the way thing. nobody can see my face but i am shocked right oh, now. oh yeah, yeah she looks so like <laughs> wait what podcast did i agree to fucking do there's false press hanging on the door. I should have oh. looked into this. I did not see um, this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just saw the organized <laughs> calendar. That's all I saw. Like my my mind just graduated. You know how many of those are orgy uh, things? No, just the, the just second base. That was the only one. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> look, oh, yeah. look. When there's a sex party, it goes on the calendar just like anything else. <laughs> but but yeah. So they they've maintained that like that was cheating. Um, and you didn't break up over that though. No, because they didn't call it cheating until like the breakup oh. call. Like I called them right after and told them about it. I was like, this is crazy. And I was on my way to a porn star's house who I was going to have sex with. And <laughs> this is hysterical. Did you not look? It was called the Man Whore Podcast. I literally didn't look at <laughs> Anything. Did you even look to see what it was called? I didn't like, nah. anything. I don't know. I just saw like I really. I <laughs> this is so stupid. I really liked your um avatar. I thought it was like super well done and colorful and mm. nice. So I was like, oh, this guy's professional. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I'm professional, but I'm just like a very professional. And then we have whore. a ton of friends in common. Yeah. So I figured, <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, you uh, did you know it was a sex dating show? I didn't actually. Oh, this gets better. <laughs> I love it though. It's- You're like, why is he asking her so much about the cheating? That's like, oh, okay. No, I've never talked about that before. Literally, never talked about that. So. How, so to continue, I guess the work and backwards. So we covered the like him asking and the lie and the you coming yeah. forward with it. But before, like when you met up for drinks with your ex, yeah, did you know you were gonna cheat? No, I didn't. Did you genuinely think that? Because I think sometimes we think like. 
okay, I'm going to go. And I totally would. But like, I don't want to. I'm not. Go- you know what? I'm not. That's Sarah, more. you're not going to. Yeah. Even though you totally kind of want to. Yeah. Was it was more of that? More of that. Because that's the one that I think a lot of us do yeah. to like fool ourselves. Yeah. I was totally fooling myself. I was like, oh, you know, he, I'd written something on my blog that he really liked. And then I was like, oh, you know, maybe I should just go hang out with him and talk more about that idea that I wrote on my blog and blah, blah, blah. And so we like, we met and just had, if I, you know, I put myself in a, a bad situation, but then if I had just stopped at maybe one or two drinks, I would have been okay. I was a soup, like super lightweight back then. So I was drunk. I just got really, really drunk. And then I just started making out with him at the bar. And then I ended up back at his place and yeah, I I didn't want to have sex with him, but ended up having sex with him. What was do you remember? I mean, what, was it the type of thing where you're just very drunk and don't really remember the why, or did you? Was there a was it a situation where you're like, I guess I'll do this, or no? It was it was pretty date rapey. Okay. It was pretty like I said, no, I have a boyfriend. No, I was definitely drunk, <laughs> but like I remember crawling away from the bed and like him dragging me back to the bed. And like hitting my head on the headboard, you know, and like then I just was like out of it. So then that sounds less rapey and more just rape. <laughs> you know, it's rape adjacent. No, I'm just rape kidding. adjacent. It's pretty, I wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't attach such like a uh, cutesy words. To yeah, no, 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 no. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Yeah, right. but that's what happened. But I, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, I shouldn't have been in that situation. Yeah, it was shitty, but it, I kind of. Do you still call? Do, do you still consider that cheating though? If it was oh, something against yeah. your will. Well, yeah, because I still made out with him in the bar. Like before all that, there was a lot. And I went back to his place and we were still making out. So yeah, no, that was on me. Did you want to go back to his place? Yeah. And you wanted to be making out with him at his place? Yeah. But you didn't want to fuck him. Right. And yet, still did. Yeah. He still did. Yeah. You, I don't think you did. Uh, it doesn't sound like. Yeah, no, I didn't want to go that far. Sure. And then it happened. Yeah. So when you're, I mean, when your boyfriend asked what's what's going through your head is it just this instant denial or is there a lot of shit a lot of gears moving um it was instant denial just like survival mode of just like i gotta keep my relationship going i can't like end my relationship with this guy that i really love over this stupid thing that happened so i just denied 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 mm-hmm. yeah so there wasn't any like negotiation in the brain of like i don't know was it cheating like it wasn't consensual nope. so like Mm-mm. no just you were like honestly only looking back i realized how like non-consensual it was at the time i was like oh that's that was my fault you know when did you finally realize like what happened to you happened to you um it took a few years of like wow that was like i really didn't want to do that you know mm-hmm. yeah have you confronted or talked to this guy mm-hmm. since no mm-hmm. uh, how have you uh how have you felt like in this whole Me Too conversation going on, especially with a lot of the conversation being like, well, why don't they just report it? Th-? Like you are saying you didn't even realize that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. In the moment or yeah. even the weeks after. I mean, it's just so prevalent. And I feel like just I mean, guys, it's, this is like eye opening for guys. A lot of guys just don't realize like that women all women have these situations happen to them not all guys are creeps but guys know that guys are like some guys are creeps right but we don't know the the volume the prevalence of it like i didn't know dick pics were getting sent like unsolicited dick pics were sent so much until i i discovered a subreddit are you a redditor no you but you get the concept of reddit yeah okay so there was a subreddit called uh creepy dms Mm -hmm. when i saw that and saw like 
how much shit y'all get in an inbox, yeah. even if you don't do anything on your dating profile. Yeah. Like, even when I see, like, the guys who set up female profiles to be like, well, then I'm going to write, like, a HuffPo piece about that experience. <laughs> um, when I see, like, saw just the amount of volume and crap that was sent, I was like, oh, this is actually a problem. And I think, like, I think a lot of men need to see and hear there's an argument that out there that, well, y'all should just have empathy just because. I'm like, no, because I, I think I need to know what things actually happening. Yeah. I, I walk through life yeah. assuming everyone's exaggerating. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you, you've worked in business. Like, yeah. how many, maybe it's because I come from a business father and I heard how much he would exaggerate. But like, my dad was, I, I was raised in a household where my dad would tell everyone we're from New York. I'm like, we're from New Jersey. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know you say New York because they don't know, they don't know New Jersey. I'm like, we're in Pennsylvania. We're neighbors. They know. <laughs> yeah. Or if we were in Italy, be like, yeah, New York. And it would, no, don't say Jersey. Okay. They don't know about it. <laughs> and so I just always assume everyone's a little full of shit. Mm. Right. So when someone, t- <clears throat> if like, when I'm 22, when Jennifer tells me um, I get a bunch of dick pics unsolicited, I'm like, well, it's probably a little bit of exaggeration because everyone's full of shit. So this, it, it, but equally, if a guy tells me that a woman freaked out on a date, I'll be like, okay, maybe she didn't freak out. Probably had disagreement. Right. She walked out. Yeah, yeah. I, so, sense. so it's it's not until I see it that yeah. I I guess I'm able to empathize. Maybe that makes me a shitty person. It's I don't very think so. I think you're just but, suspicious of people. My husband's like that. Yeah. He just doesn't really believe, doesn't take people at face value. Yeah. So people like will go like, oh, like you should believe, like you don't believe women. It's like, no, I just don't believe anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty equal opportunity. Um, I'm the opposite. I take everything at face value. I believe everything everyone says. I mean, clearly you showed up to a podcast I'm not like, even asking a single question. Very I'm responsible. in this guy's room. I don't know him at all. And I'm like, yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Um, I was, so yeah, yeah, I'm very trusting. I don't get taken advantage of that much. I, I have a pretty good instinct for sure. who to trust, but I'm very trusting. I think people. I always think people know more than I do. So I'm like, oh, okay, you tell me. You tell me. That's me. <laughs> well, the, and 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 I think it's that uh, you know when you say like guys just don't know. It's like I genuinely think this is a lot of men's awakening. Yeah. And are still just trying to even understand that it's happening. And then there's that whole like police thing where they're like well why not go to the cops like they don't understand yet that that's not really a thing that works yeah yeah and it's just a i mean it's just a really shitty well, you process. know you know i had a pr- kind of a cool experience my my husband um we were in mexico and um he was paying for something and he gave the guy a 20 but the guy gave him change as if he'd given him a 10 so the guy basically stole ten dollars from him and he walks back to me like we're like in the airport in mexico or something and he's like the guy just like stole ten dollars from me and i'm like sweetie we go go back let's go get the money he's just like no it was my fault i should have said something at the time like he completely blamed himself mm-hmm. for what happened to him so like we do it a lot with everything. When bad things happen to us, we're like, what did I do wrong to make that happen to me? Even though the guy like stole his money. Yeah. So it was hard for him to like finally be like, okay, I'm going to go get my money back. And so we did, but it was a, he victim blamed himself like crazy. Yeah. Now, if only he were, uh, it's see, I, this is how obsessed I am with being right and how high up I hold being right that I dream of the scenario where he, uh, victim blames someone who's like out publicly yeah. with a Me Too story and is like, ah, but why didn't she this? And be like, well, honey, do you remember in Mexico yeah. when this? I dream of a scenario of him being shitty to someone else just so you could yeah. be right towards him. <laughs> I'm a bad person. I'm really starting to discover this. But yeah, I mean, like, 
My husband's like that too. He wants to be right about stuff he, to the point where he will like put himself in a situation just to just to have someone be like, okay, you were right about that, you know? I got to imagine that doesn't do well within the relationship. <laughs> no, it doesn't because I like to be right too. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Who normally wins? Um, you know, it's a con- it's a compromise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you know, uh, marriage. It's a lot of work and compromise. <laughs> it's work and compromise, and it's like you secretly know you're right, but you don't say that out loud. You know, yeah. that's it's a lot of that. The first couple of years is always like, oh, it's great, I love it. And then after a couple of years, it's just uh, you know, a lot of work. <laughs> you, know, you hear a lot less of the happy stories, but but I mean, so so was there an aha moment for you when you kind of looked back at that that situation and and accepted hmm. what it was and i only i, I asked this because i like when i was raped i never used i didn't use the r word for until maybe a couple years ago and this yeah. happened when i was oh, i don't know seven six seven years after it happened okay so it took me a while to go because i mean grand mine wasn't like anything violent like i didn't get like yeah. grabbed and dragged across the bed or anything but it's you know it was a word where I was like ah no my fault it's oh it's not a thing that's not that so yeah when I finally did say it it like felt funny yeah to use that word I don't know if that's something you an experience you've gone through or yeah it's so weird because it's like you you hear violent stories and so you feel like well that mine wasn't violent and so you almost feel like you're diminishing someone who really went Mm -hmm. through something there's always someone who has a sadder story than you yeah always and so i always i think i don't think i had an aha moment but i think that um it's become easier to talk to the more that women talk about their experiences and you realize hey you know there are some like more more horrible stories but like this happened to me and and, and denying that it happened to me is like bad too you know so yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah i didn't really have an aha moment though just over time i kind of thought about it more and more cool is this something you've been talking to people about more or is this something you kind of just is in your um, head yeah i think i well yeah i told a friend for the first time like a year ago i told my husband many like years ago but then he keeps forgetting <laughs> wow so I, I told him again like wow <laughs> i'm no. i'm resisting the urge to write what would be the ideal episode title because it's such a bad person thing to write on paper but my husband forgets i got raped <laughs> is the best episode title arguably ever <laughs> Wait, do, you, do you get mad do you go like what the fuck dude no, no. <laughs> i really don't wow you really are just like a kind <laughs> accepting person i really am wow yeah, and am to- <laughs> amazing i'm an amazing human being well, then to be in the corporate uh corporate atmospheres that you've described in yeah. like in your other work is uh <laughs> oh gosh yeah, I'm a people pleaser. Were you just like the stereotype of the women were raised to be subservient to men in a corporate atmosphere? Or? I'm just subservient to like, I'm I'm just kind of like, don't rock the boat, like make everybody happy. That's just always been my role. It was you like, think that has anything to do with you being a woman though? Um, Probably, but I don't know. Yeah, probably though. I mean, it's just an easy role to fall into if you're a woman. Sure. Really easy. Yeah, I don't say that trying to put that on you as opposed to like, that is what has been yelled at me for several years now. So I am trying to show like, Billy listened, he learned, and this is a thing. Um, <laughs> Look at your growth. Oh, so, my growth so is so brave. minimal. Oh, wow. I am hashtag so brave. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a piece of shit. No, but but your work like kind of really does tie into a lot of this stuff. And that was why I was interested yeah. in talking to you in, in 
you know, how your work and your blog and your videos and your books and your tie into gender in the workplace, yeah. especially this one, Jesus, yeah. you couldn't have, there's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no more aggressive title than that. Or is it passive aggressive? It's your so title? passive aggressive. It's a very passive aggressive title. Yeah, it's very passive aggressive. Um, but it's true. Like I really just didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And there's just a lot of egos in the corporate world. And a lot of those egos are attached to men and so a lot of like tiptoeing and saying making sure you're saying the right thing and oh you know I, I need to point out a mistake but i'm just gonna maybe send him a really nice email i don't want to do it at this meeting and like embarrass mm -hmm. him things like that is your is your book uh is it specifically for like women talking to men or is it for just like anyone who has like a male boss in the workplace it's so weird, and I think you probably know more about this whole gender fluidity thing than I do. Oh, That's do you? I have the face of the enemy. What makes you think I know the about gender fluidity? I mean, because you were poly and okay. all that stuff. It seems very progressive. I mean, to granted, me. like I have a name tag with like male pronouns. I wrote the word I think under it, but like so maybe, but also, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't assume my face knew. So <laughs> I mean, okay, so I'm, I'm getting feedback like women feel that uh, other women expect them to be a certain way too it's not sure. just men expecting them to be this way it's other women and then like my you know i get told to smile all the time and i just never thought that happened to men but then my husband told me that he got told to smile at work because he's not a smiler so mm. these things do happen to men and women and men and women do have their feelings hurt by strong women so i'm not you know I feel like those labels probably aren't as clear cut as I thought they were when I first like came up with that title, you know? Sure. Um, did, did you find that stuff out after the book was out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't the type of thing where you were able to go back and uh, is there anything yeah. in the book you would change now with the feedback you've been getting? Probably not because I think it's, it's just, it's harder for like, I think older generations to understand all the things that I think the younger generations are going through with gender fluidity and, and masculine and feminine energy and things mm -hmm. like that. So I think it's fine the way it is. Okay. Plus also it's in print and I can't change it. So it's better for me to just say there's nothing I can do. Oh, otherwise you'll just like forever <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, it could have been better. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not that it could have been better. It's more like, oh, we have a sequel. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll never write a sequel. I'll never no. write. Um, I, books are, yeah. Well, where, where'd these books come from? Like, because your books kind of follow along this like corporate atmosphere yeah. uh, trend. Uh, yeah. You obviously have like history working with like Google and such. Yeah. And yeah. So 10 Tricks to Appear Smart Meetings was a blog post that I wrote and it went viral like while I was at Google. Right. And that was based on the things I saw people doing in meetings to look smart. Um, and I can give you a few of the tricks. I would love, if to, you I would love to hear. <laughs> I, the only trick I know is, um, is adverbs. I think a lot of people overuse adverbs. They're kind of like grammar's garnish. Like uh -huh. people just, like my little sister will throw a lot of unnecessary adverbs into things because they think, well, if I throw in extra words, I'll sound smarter. Oh, yeah. What's a, what's an example of an adverb to use? You don't know an adverb? No. An adverb is like a, it's a I, part of speech. I know it when you tell me, but. They commonly, not all of them, commonly end in L-Y. So quickly. Okay. Uncomfortably. Okay. Um. It. It, it's usually a, it's usually an a word to, that describes a verb or adjective, I believe. Mm. Yeah. So one of them is to translate percentages into fractions. Uh -huh. So if someone says twenty five percent of people clicked on this button, go oh about one in four. Yeah. Interesting. And then everyone's like, oh wow. She read a study. <laughs> no math skills. Math. Oh. oh translated twenty five percent to one in four. Oh, you're just oh, okay. You okay. Just, 
Do you get it? No, no. I I, I, <laughs> I thought people were going to be amazed at like I thought like one in four sounds smarter as opposed to oh, like people realizing that you're just good at uh, translating them. Oh, I see. I yeah. see what you mean. People both think can that, be impressive. People think that you read a study because you were able to say one in four. Oh well, yeah, one in four people. So yeah. there must have been some study. No. Yeah. Um, okay. What's another one? Um, pacing around the room is good. Like just get up and pace and people will like wonder what you're thinking or if you're going to leave or like, you know, you're going to do something crazy. It just throws people off. What happens is though, like after all that pacing, you go like, I'm going to go get a soda. Like what if that's <laughs> the thing you came up with? <laughs> I, that's fine too. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's just, it just makes you look like you have the confidence to get up from the conference room table. A lot of people are just stuck to that conference room table, you know, but if you get you're- up. I don't know. I've never been in a oh, conference room. Oh, you've never table. had been in a conference room? You 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 see where I'm living. <laughs> but oh, but your dad. Your dad should listen to this. Yeah. He's no, been in business meetings. <laughs> yeah, my dad would understand the book. Yeah. He'd be like, hey, yeah, no, I do these things all the time. <laughs> yeah. No, one in four. Yeah, that was my trick. I came up with an eighty three. It's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, do you cover like workplace sexual harassment in the book or anything like I that? I do. I have a chapter called How to Be Harassed Without Hurting His Career. Oh, well, that's so considerate of you. Yeah, that's how you get ahead <laughs> is you make sure to be harassed by the right people. Don't be harassed by high performers. Yeah. Because high performers who are helping the company should, you know, don't don't let them harass you because then you might hurt the company. And the company is the most important thing. Right, of course. Yeah. Naturally, you want to get harassed. Like if you're going to yeah. get harassed. Which, which you is, are. You are. And yeah. it's it's your choice how, It is I guess. your choice. It is you. It is all on you in terms of who you get harassed by. At the end of the day, it's your fault because you were born with a vagina and that's fucking your problem. Yeah. Uh, and you had the audacity to get a real job yeah, at how an office. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, when you do uh, through all that choose, you should choose like the guy who like runs the copier. Yeah, or, or like the janitor. Someone who's expendable. Yeah, somebody saying. who could be fired and it would be okay. They'll be easily replaced. Someone who doesn't get like bonuses or a severance right. package. You know, don't, yeah. yeah, don't get harassed by the CEO. Don't that's get harassed by That's an expensive fire. That's, yeah, that's not, yeah. Very difficult to make happen. Very difficult. Now, but does that come from like, per- does that chapter like jokingly come from personal experience? Or? That doesn't really come from personal experience. Uh-huh. That comes a lot more from stories I've heard or read mm-hmm. and uh, what I've seen, just how I've seen women treated after they've reported sexual harassment and how, you know, it's all about, well, now you need to change teams or you need to leave the company because you were harassed. It's just a lot of putting blame on the person who like don't worry we'll find you an offer somewhere like yeah. it's like why am i moving right, at all right there's so much of that yeah. yeah i mean that can be as small as like if i'm at a blackjack table and like i someone says some horrific shit to me they're like we'll get we'll get you a table over here no 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 no, no. why am i yeah. moving yeah yeah i should not be disrupted because this person disrupted me. right exactly what were i mean were these like stories where people just felt like comfortable opening up to you or were you doing research like I was going actually be doing like, research hey yeah. have you been harassed and want to talk for a bit hey no just all you'll be entered to win an Amazon gift card come on <laughs> $50 for your pain yeah. thank you <laughs> you know how your like company wouldn't give you like 500 grand but like here's 50 maybe <laughs> maybe and it must be used on, on Amazon, Amazon. Uh- <laughs> on Black Friday yeah um, no, I, I was just like stories like, um, Susan Fowler of Uber, um, and she, you know, wrote about her experience and being harassed. And that was a lot of that was sort of inspired by how they treated her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay. It was but, just this uh, higher up was just hitting on her and then she reports it and they're like, well, there's nothing we can do. And this is a one time thing. Blah, blah, blah. It turns out he has a history of abusing all of these people. Um, and she's the one who has to change, you know, teams. It hurts her career, her ability to get ahead. Mm. So, um, yeah, a lot of it was just stories that people had shared online. Sure. Yeah. I mean, have you felt stymied by the system when you were trying to, when you were in corporate life trying to get up? Um, no, because see, when I joined Google, I was trying to be a stand-up comedian and I just went broke and I really needed a job. Mm-hmm. So Google was kind of like my fallback career. And you were kind of just like, I can leave this and I'll go back to jokes. Yeah, I, I always knew I wanted to go back to doing something creative. So I really didn't take my interview very seriously. I didn't take my job there very seriously. Sure. I even got promoted though anyway, you know. Um, and I think part of it was because I really wasn't power hungry. And that's part of what was like, you know, oh, you know, we're going to promote you because you don't want it. And it was just kind of a weird thing because there's all these other people who are like, I want to like lead the team. I want to like move up. I want to be VP. And I just wasn't like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, nothing really got in my way because I wasn't really trying that hard. I was like using the nap pods. I was like napping. I was taking a lot of naps. Wait, nap pods? Yeah, there's nap pods at Google. So what? you can take a nap. Yeah. Is there like a time limit on the nap? Nope. You can just go spend a whole day napping if you need to. Yeah, that's what I miss about it. Wow. (laughs) I don't even get to nap in the middle of my day, and I work for myself. But you have a bed. Yeah, but I don't let myself go take a nap in the middle of the day. I need to talk to my boss. This is Yeah, your boss is an asshole. I agree, and so do a lot of people on Twitter. Um, (laughs) Okay, and then uh, and how are you – so you left corporate life, and Mm -hmm. how are you finding comedy land? Um, I think it's fun. It is lonelier. I feel like I have to try harder to be around people. Uh-huh. Um, being at Google, I was around people. I was like collecting material. I was observing people and it was kind of uh, much more, um, what's the word? What's the word? You're looking around the, the my room for no. words. I'm like, I don't know if any of these words are going to help There's you. There's definitely a word that would apply <laughs> in your life. Um, what's the word? Uh, it's not scintillating or... A pe- like um i really want to watch you struggle through this <laughs> um when you're not teased but like it's like uh come on you got to help me anyone out there shouting out answers <laughs> you can shout them out right now um <laughs> anyway gave me ideas <laughs> well do you find any any of the similar um things again the way of women in the corporate workplace do you find any of that translates into comedy do you find like wait this this is like the same thing as that the office but without suits or any money involved i haven't seen as much i just know that there just aren't a lot of women and i just know that sometimes i go to open mics and it just seems Mm. like there's no women there and it's i don't know it's just that i mean that's the thing about the corporate world too is like when you walk into a meeting and you're the only woman in a room full of guys you just feel like the odd person out and so you're different all of a sudden and you know it just i don't know Whereas like white guys, like they don't feel different. They're just, hey, I'm a comedian. Okay, cool. You're a white guy comedian. We got you. You know, oh, you're, you know, like kind of a Mexican looking <laughs> girl <laughs> gets up there. Um, You know, I don't know. Just you just feel like the odd person out. I amongst white guys, I always feel like the odd person. Well, out. <laughs> see, I mean, yeah, I, I think that people feel always kind of feel that way. But it okay. just is a little bit more stark when you're the only person that looks like you. Sure, sure. Yeah. Also, like I felt, I find like uh, coming up in comedy is such like a like 
single young person game and yeah. then it's like you but it's like i they're like oh stay out but like i'm gonna go home to my husband yeah, i am yeah. an adult what yeah. are you children doing yeah yeah <laughs> there's a lot of that too how long have you two uh been married almost four years four years yeah it'll be four years in february oh very cool yeah. how'd you meet this one google did you cheat on this one too no never <laughs> i didn't <Not> once <laughs> no you want to you come clean no okay. honestly <laughs> it's so uh, i'm so like it's weird. This is a weird thing to admit right now. I don't know if there's any material here, but I I wish I could think about other guys. I wish I could. Because I used to like enjoy think I used to enjoy thinking about like whoever I wanted to. Like fantasizing about fantasizing. Okay. And I can't. I literally can't. Come on. No, I it's weird and it's frustrating. It Come is on. frustrating. I I literally am like uh, about every single both ryan reynolds and idris elba depending on like where you fall on like the the color of your fantasy spectrum yeah these people exist for a reason yes so you can objectify them i know <laughs> but actually fantasizing about being someone else like i maybe in 10 years i'll be able to do it but oh. maybe because it's new but like i can't i literally can't and i don't want to so i we've well, been I married for almost four years how long have you been together five six five five six okay yeah. okay mm-hmm. And you're, and that desire and passion is still burning super strong. Yeah. There's not like, mm. no. Wow. Um, yeah. He's like it. He's it. He's it. Yeah. Have you always thought of it as an it? Have you always thought of it like it's going to be a the one? I have. Uh-huh. I have. And I know that's weird. It's not weird. That's normal. <laughs> Look, as much as like non-monogamy is like the hip thing that's coming up, like we're still the minority. So yeah. like you're very much not weird for believing in a the one. I, I've, yeah, I've, I've always felt that way though. And like, um, it's hard to admit that about myself because it feels uncool, but I've always felt like there was a person and I wanted to find my person and I put way too much emphasis and spent way too much time on way too many dating sites to find this person. And I ended up meeting him at work. So that was a waste of time. But yeah, I mean, He's just like, he's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, did you ever think you found the one before? Oh, all the time. All the time. What yeah. makes this one different? He that, actually likes me back. He actually likes you back? Wait, that's so sad to hear. <laughs> I know. You've been nothing but left turns today. Oh, um, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So this one actually likes you back and everyone you've loved before didn't. Well, the guy that I dated before him... Um, Does it include the guy you cheated on? Did you love him? No. See, no. I wasn't really into him, and that's probably why I cheated okay. on him, you know? Um, but yeah, I was like super obsessed with him, thought he was the one for sure. He treated me like shit, and it, like he dumped me on my birthday. Like He was awful, and I still was like, please take me back. Like It was so pathetic. How long did you date that one for? Like three months. I met him on Match.com. And how long did you try to get him to take you back for? Like... A month, okay. maybe. Um, it was so bad. Like I was, it was my birthday. He still owes me three hundred dollars. I loaned this guy three hundred dollars. Um, never got it back. And that Venmo request. And so it's my birthday, and he shows up. He didn't get me a card for my birthday. He sent me a Blue Mountain e card. Do you even know what that is? No. Okay, so it's the stupidest thing. It's like a digital card, and he sends it to me on my birthday. Then he shows up at my place. He doesn't have anything for me, and then he's like, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm going to go get something to eat. So he leaves, and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to get me something. He's like going to get me a flower or something. He comes back with a slice of pizza that he's eating, and that's it. He had nothing for me. And so I start bawling, crying, because I'm like, this guy is not into me, and it hurts so bad, and it's my birthday. And he's like, I got to go. Because I'm crying on my birthday. Wait, can we, can I just like, can I summarize what I'm hearing? Because I'm so, 
Like I'm lost, but I'm not. I'm I'm lost in like accepting the reality of this. So wait, your birthday sends you a Blue Mountain e card, plug to Blue Mountain. I guess <laughs> try promo code Manhor. I don't know if it'll work, but you never know. And then and then he just shows up. Doesn't does he say happy birthday? He says happy birthday. Okay, but he has nothing that's, for me. That's making me. It was I was very nervous. He no. like kind of didn't even acknowledge it. And and then he just chills, and then he, he goes get chills, food, and he, he comes back, and you're crying, and yep, wow. And then I still wanted to be with him. Wow, after that. why? Terrible. Why? Because I think it was that. Oh, it's the one. You know, I got to fight, and I think this is the one. What made I, you think he's the one? He got pizza because he was good looking, and he was Caribbean, and I'm Caribbean, and I just thought I needed to be with someone who's Caribbean. So are those stupid. your only? Were those are your only two? <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking because the guy I'm with now is a white guy, and he's the whitest guy you like. I knew me. that, and I didn't. <laughs> I don't even know what your husband looks like, but I just assumed. I, and that's he's so white. His middle name is DeBlanc. <laughs> white is his middle name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's a bit. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's great. Uh, wow. What other shitty? Oh, wow. But you thought he's the one. What's that? F- Cause like I also like I started this podcast because like women would sleep with me, but they wouldn't date me. And when I thought they were the one, when I wanted to get serious, they always told me they wanted to keep it casual. So I actually do like really feel for this. You you were looking for the one. For me, the one was just I was looking for a girlfriend um, and someone just to love me back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the same the same concept of like we're searching for this concept, and we're not maybe not even looking for people. We're looking for con- yeah. a concept out there. So I feel for you where it's just like, yeah, like you really think this is a thing and then it's not and you don't want to accept another failure, loss, mm-hmm. disappointment. Yeah. And so you'll just do anything and, and then you just get desperate. And anytime you're not willing to just walk away from somebody, you get desperate and you do you do stupid shit for somebody who doesn't deserve it. Were you, were you able to, I guess, maturely walk away from stuff before meeting your now husband? Yeah, I started to Or is not- this one where like you haven't actually learned, he just hasn't left you like yeah, and mm. we don't know. <laughs> well, I think honestly, like if if I had met if I had seen his profile online, I never would have talked to him. And I think because we worked together and I saw him every day and he kept asking me out and I kept saying no. Mm. And that was sexual harassment actually. <laughs> yeah, well I was gonna ask, like, what was the power dynamic in there? No, we were like pretty equal. Okay. Um and so um yeah, I what was the question? Let me remember. Uh, I was asking if you had had, if you've left stuff maturely before um, this guy. Not really. Okay. So we don't, we don't know <laughs> if you can, like he could try to, if he tried to divorce you, you might try to hang. We don't know if you tried to hang around. Yeah, that's true. Okay. I have no idea. Hopefully He's, not. Hopefully not. Yeah. Okay. He's pretty obsessed with me. So I think it's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, how, I'm like how, the best thing that ever happened to him. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell me more. <laughs> no, I mean, he's just, a, he's, he's, I love him to death. Are you trying not to say he's a huge dork and he can't? He's a huge nerd. Yeah. I mean, he just. He'll never get anything hotter than this. Is that what you're trying so, to say? I didn't know he was making jokes like for months. He's just so deadpan, doesn't smile, okay. very serious, make dark, dark humor. He's very into like dark humor. And so he's just off-putting to a lot of people, but to me, I just think he's hysterical. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I find that wild. Yeah. What was uh, who came on the who first in oh, the workplace? Him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, he's going to stab me in the back. Like I thought he was a murderer. <laughs> Wait. 
he's so he he's just he's very intense and you're just like what is this guy thinking you just don't know what he's thinking you know people like are have a you have a pleasant look on your face right now do i you're inviting you're like i'm smiling you know he doesn't do that he doesn't Uh know how to do that just jason statham all the time all the time wow and so i was like what is with this guy and he's staring at me and I was like, he's going to kill me. If I date him, he's going to like murder me. I, I literally thought that. When did you think he, wait, so then how did, why did you go out with him? Um, <laughs> so I had been dating someone else at work at the time. <laughs> Were you cheating on someone to meet your husband? No, no, no. I'd been sort of bit. dating this other guy at work and that was crashing and burning in a horrible way because he was a dick. He was also a dick. Um, and uh, he said the worst things to me. Like I was like this other guy that I dated, like I was in bed with him and he was like grabbing my ass and he was like, your ass is so amazing. I'm going to remember this ass forever or something like that and i was like you don't have to remember it it's in your hand like right now and he's just like no one day when i marry someone else you know I'm he gonna said re- that in bed yes wow because i was like with i was like oh there's nothing wrong here until he said that what a moron and i was like okay so we're talking about your future wife who is not me, me while yeah. you're grabbing my ass literally go fuck yourself wow um so that crashed and burned even and I-, I don't say dumb shit like that and i <laughs> Like, I'm really bad at saying things that I feel are honest, but not what I should say. And that is terrible. Yeah. But that's the thing in New York is that there's so many hot women and these guys with this like Google money, like can just be douchebags and people like put up with it. Because they're playing Um, numbers game. Yeah, exactly. They have the advantage in New York State. We're not in San Jose where there's less college educated women to college educated men. It's reversed here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I should not do nearly as well as I do. I don't think I deserve all the sex that well, I get. you seem like a really nice guy. Yeah, I, I deserve some of the sex that I okay. get, not, all, <laughs> not of all of it. And I think it's partially has to do with that kind of gender ratio yeah. that's out here. Yep. And so Make so this happen. was crashing and burning and you meet the husband? And so at work, I really like being distracted. I couldn't just focus on work. I really needed... So that guy that I was dating before, he was my distraction. I would IM him. We would go meet up and whatever um <laughs> you'd meet up in whatever what's whatever mean like we like there's massage rooms at google and like we'd meet up in the massage room and make out in the massage room is that a thing i don't know it was whenever did you all ever fuck at the office? no we never had sex oh. but we did make out um and uh and then i didn't have that anymore because he was such an asshole and i couldn't talk to him anymore so he could not be my distraction anymore and so like Jeff, who's my current husband, he was like, I aming me. And I was just like, oh, here's my new distraction. So I just started chatting with him. And then I made a video that was like a parody of Movember called Decent Beaver, where like <laughs> women grow out their pubic hair to, for cancer. And he is really into music. And I asked him if he wanted to do the music for the video. And then we ended up hanging out. And that's when I was like, oh, he's actually pretty cool. Not going to murder me. Yeah. Didn't, has not murdered me yet. Knock on wood. That's that's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, almost died. Don't die, Billy. Very weird. No, I think that's I think that's it. I think I I think I got everything. I've learned cool. so much. I you know. were full I've of shared, surprises. I've shared a lot. For someone I did Does anyone listen to this? Hopefully not. Yeah. I mean it <laughs> pays the rent, you know. So um Yeah, well, oh, Jesus, Sarah, thank you for uh surprising me at every five minute interval uh where can people go find you where can they find your book you have multiple books yeah right? this is the third of this three? is the third book and it's on everything's on amazon and i'm at sarah cpr on twitter and i'm always on twitter so i would say go find me there 
All right. Yeah. Uh, and the book again, uh, this one is how to get everyone right, get ready to get a pen <laughs> out, right? It's very, uh, how to be successful without hurting men's feelings. My feelings feel very not hurt. So you're, you're doing great. I nailed it. Um, and then why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed my episode with comedian Sarah Cooper. And uh, go check out her book. Check out some of her books. Also, don't forget to check out Sonia Harcourt, um, a dear friend and porn starlet out on the interwebs. And hey, who knows? Maybe even pay for some of your porn with her. Of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TheBillyPresida. Say hello. Use the hashtag ManWhorePodcast. Let me know what you thought about the show. Uh, and if you want to say something privately, a little bit more intimately, maybe it's something longer, shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. Have you and the uh, your significant other been considering one of those uh, sexy couples-only resorts? Then look no further than Desire Resorts. Oh my, I cannot wait to return to such a paradise. And uh, they are running a Cyber Monday week long sale, so if you're hearing this, uh, before December, you gotta go check it out. Go to manwhorepod.com slash desire and enjoy their Cyber Monday discounts before they go away. And when you use my link, hey, you're helping out the show at the same time. Become a member of our fan whore community on Patreon to join private sex-positive discussion groups and gain access to over 100 bonus episodes including my bonus episode with Sonia Harcourt. Support the podcast and become a member over at patreon.com slash podcast. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Next week, we've got an episode with, uh, with performer Lauren Flans, who runs a great podcast called Coming Out with Nicole and Lauren. I'll be sharing that one next week with y'all, but until then... Stay slutty.